Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to Comic Book Nation Season 5 in our bonus episode recapping Invincible Season 2. Guys, we are here to recap the Invincible Season 2 mid-season finale, Episode 4, titled It's Been a While. I'm your host, Kofi Outlaw, and joining me today is my co-host, Matthew Aguilar, and comic book gaming and Invincible expert, Logan Moore. And guys, let's just get into it because holy free holies, we were left on a major cliffhanger last week. Mark was going back and found his dad, Omni-Man, and probably like the last place we ever thought we'd find him. And we knew no matter what happened this week, it was going to pop off in some way. And But boy, howdy. If you are showing up here and listening to our Invincible recap, you two are just still trying to probably reeling and processing what you just saw. So let's get into it. Just to set the scene, uh, Logan is like a major Invincible fan. He's read the comics. Matt, I believe, has read the comics as well. Is that right, Matt? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So they've both read the comics. So these guys know all this stuff. Me, I have never read an Invincible comic in my life. So this show, I, I have to take this show and the hits that come with it as it happens in the animated series. So I guess I'll start and say, I was not at all prepared for what was happening in this episode. We have joked all season about how much Invincible can pack in to an episode. And I had to look at one point and I was like, wait, what is going on? And it was, I was like at the seven minute mark of the episode. And I was just <laughs> already like, oh my God, like, <laughs> like home, how much of finding out what Nolan, you know, this dark opener with like Nolan and what happened with him, like after he left earth and, you know, made me nearly want to jump off a ledge or do like, you know, the Game of Thrones gif, right? Like seeing that and then finding out how he ended up on this bug planet. And then we get all this stuff, like the charged moment when him and Mark see each other and like all that stuff. And trust me, as somebody who has a son right now and is like a toddler, like those that was like a very father and son thing about how are we going to greet each other? Like, what are we going to do here? And then he ends up hugging him and like. But then we get all this crazy information thrown at us. You know, he's got a new wife. Mark's got a new brother. And this was probably one of my favorite title sequences ever. Yeah. When he's just like, what the? And then they just flash to Invincible. <laughs> and then it comes back and it just right back to the scene. He just like finishes. Oh, man. Since but, you've uh, never read the comics, I wanted to ask you about that moment yeah, yeah. specifically. Because I mentioned last week that there were two possible cliffhangers that they could have done at the end of the last episode. One was just seeing Omni-Man. The other one was him finding out he does have a brother. 
What did you think about that moment, specifically Kofi? Because you obviously, you had no idea that was coming. And no. that is such a huge, huge thing that happens here. Yeah. Um, I know I get why they cut it where they did, and I'm glad they did. Because like it would have already kind of tilted your expectations for where things were headed. Because where they cut it, you didn't know if you were about to see Invincible versus Omni-Man like round two mm-hmm. on Thraxa. Like that was the whole will they, won't they of it all. If you had seen the family and realized like Nolan's kind of changed and gotten that whole scope of it, like you would have already known like, oh, these two aren't fighting in the next episode, probably. Oh, this might be a family drama. And everybody would be like, are we just going to see like family drama, blah, 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 blah. And of course, there's this huge surprise when those Viltramite soldiers show up. But yeah, I get why they cut it where they cut it. And it, it works in the new episode because it is it puts you in Mark's place of rapid fire having to absorb all this. And in the way this episode kind of shows it make, he has to, it it reveals like kind of this episode's all about in a way, like what's really like inside of him and in his heart. And like, even though on the conscious level, he's like, man, you know, F this other family, like what in, but when that pillar is about to crush them, when they're fighting underground, like he saves them. And like he, he does, he, he listens to his daddy, tries to save his little half brother and this other, you know, bug lady. Um, and even when he's in the fight and his dad's like, you're going to, we're going to die if you can't figure out how to be like an actual Viltramite and, and fight like one. And so like, I got all that and, and it helped in this episode to save that surprise and make us kind of have to absorb it as rapidly as Mark does. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I, I I'm, that's one of my favorite moments of this early portion of the invincible series, just finding out that he has a brother. And then again, I, I, I tease a lot of things, but just where that goes from here on out is great. Again, his half brother is part of a species that ages 10 times faster than humans. So his brother's not going to be a baby for very long in this series moving forward, which is great. Um, and yeah, every I I I don't want to say too much. I, I feel like I've already said too much potentially. <laughs> great character. He's a great character. He's one of my favorite characters in this series, and I'm very, very happy. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that he exists is is crazy to most of us just watching this animated series. But mm-hmm. um yeah, no, I like how they broke it up and I liked everything about it. this was my favorite episode in terms of just the chunk that they did. Because it still had all these other storylines, but it was mainly focused on this one thing. And it weirdly brought all the necessary parts to resolution for this first half, which was what do Debbie and Mark do in this kind of grief period and how do they come out of it? And Debbie, oh man, unfortunately, she doesn't know the hits that are coming, but she like she for a moment gets back on her game and kind of purges herself, but also, as I noticed, also purges the one thing that may be able to save Earth, which is that box of books that Nolan wrote um, that she put out on the curb. Because when I was rewatching, you gotta rewatch Invincible, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, 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 that's a pretty big little deal right there. Um, but uh, yeah, she gets back on her game. But, you know, for Mark, it's now having to even like the it's pretty much his worst nightmare of what he was fearing this season, right? Which was what if I'm like my dad? And now it's like, I have to be my dad, which is great. And of course, you know, masterful use. I'm, I'm glad to see uh, Clancy Brown still getting the check 
out here because <laughs> he is the master of the sinister voice as the uh, general. I forget the general's name, but um, yeah. And then, yeah, man. And, but you also get this kind of, even this small devastating Terminator moment with Donald, like we're seeing in the photo gallery right now, right? Like, where he's just in the bathroom and then for a moment he's just like, which such an intense thing. He's just like in the moment cutting himself and you're like, whoa. Um, and then he's just like, oh, it's all good. And then you see the bent knife and you're like, oh, okay. Like that's been one of my favorite things to follow, like the social media, like the community talking about this online. Like so many people, when the first episode of the season came out, everybody's like, why is Donald here? He totally he got blown up at the end of the last season that they just that the creators forget that they did that. What's going on here? And I'm like, no, they they clearly know what they're doing here. Like, you'll you'll figure this out. And they start to really dive into his storyline a little bit more here in this episode where you find out. He something's not right with Donald. This still hasn't been fully revealed just yet, but I like how they've slowly been teasing that out a little bit and exploring that as just like a not even a B plot, more like a D plot. In yeah, I was gonna episode. say it's like it's pretty far down there, but it's yeah, awesome. it's pretty. It's like in the FG in the FG range, <laughs> like yeah. But it's still like you still care, like you still care about like what is happening with Donald and all of that, and so like yeah, I mean and. First of all, I want to talk about the action in a minute, but just kind of the structure of the episode. Like, it's crazy that this show could get away with things because it blew my mind when we because we all had the screeners. And so now we're we're right there with the audience. But like when I got to the end of this and I was like, there's not even a even anything about Angstrom Levy in this. Like, like (laughs) not one thing. You asked me I about watched, that last week, like, oh, does this pay off? And I'm like, well, I don't know nah, yet, bro. but <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. But he's still out there and you're still intrigued. Mm-hmm. And there's all these other new problems layered on top of that. Like, and so, yeah, this show can get away with doing that in a way that I feel like few can. But I know they did this as just like a funny Easter egg joke. I, I did, but I love how they just finally dropped a run the jewels track on us at the very end of it. <laughs> just to mean be like oh you thought it was over huh and like no nah, there's a run the jewels track i think connor brought all. that up in our first discussion that we did a couple weeks he was back. like yeah he did because he was like is there gonna be one i was like, mm-hmm. I was like yeah, yeah just 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 wait be patient you'll get there yeah yeah <laughs> so. we got our run the jewels track um with the mauler twins and and all that whole thing which again like i love that they're like some running constant gag storyline like throughout this series is and that you love them like you go back and you're like oh the maulers again and it's like which one's gonna kill which one this time and like you know they're amazing they're my favorite characters i think oh yeah they're great (laughs) that's the best last line i've seen for a mid-season finale like ever and it's again the double if you really appreciate the humor like the double layers of jokes they're making because they're playing like the run the jewels track and he says like and i think the last line before the show cuts is He's like things. Sometimes things work for like a effing reason, <laughs> and then just cuts and it's just like they're on the jewels track. And I just was cracking up. That 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 set me a little bit. I was like, oh, that's a great little ending. So those two are those two are great. Um, let's talk about action and kind of this. This episode has some beautiful animation. I think where they showed that picture of Nolan when he's like floating in front of the black hole or whatever, and kind mm-hmm. of looking at it. Like, yeah, just some beautiful animation and some. All just yeah, seeing Viltrumites fight changes everything. First of all, 
makes me think Zack Snyder didn't go far enough in Man of Steel. Like, <laughs> like yeah. holy God, like we always complain about that. If you are complaining about Man of Steel, but you were watching Invincible, like, yeah, that's the goat. Like, yeah, yeah, get out yeah. of here, man. Man of Steel <laughs> needed more neck snapping, uh, apparently, than we got. Bro, he, like, he uses his elbow as a curb stomp on that lady. Yeah. Like, when I saw that, I nearly, like, lost my lunch. I was like, oh, my God. I wasn't expecting that. I knew he was going to sling her into something, but I was like, yeah, an elbow through her mouth is, yeah. When you see these guys yeah. fight, like... It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but it instantly, like this episode, you spend so much time like terrified of Nolan. Like whenever yeah. Nolan in the Earth context, whenever Nolan came on the screen in the first season, like that was half of it. Like the terror intention of what is he going to do? And like, what is he capable of doing? Is he capable of just snapping Debbie's neck like right now? Or just freaking out and killing Cecil right now? Like and all that and you never knew. This kind of episode really just expands that context to let you know, like, what we're really up against and, like, what a Viltrumite empire and and a war with them, like, really looks like. And it is horrifying. Well, I think with with Nolan specifically, I think the opening, like, musical sequence and showing, like, where he's gone after the events of Earth. And he's basically just drifting in space for who knows how long days, weeks, months until he finally uh, comes across this species there on what is it? Thraxia Um, until he comes across them and saves them and kind of finds himself having new purpose. I think that really sets up his arc in this episode quite well, because we had so many questions at the end of our last discussion that we did last week. Like where is Nolan's head at? Like we've seen that he's maybe has some remorse after his fight with Mark, but like, why is he flying off? Is he going to find the Viltrumites? Is he going to try to enslave Earth? Like, what's going on? And this really kind of puts into context that he is in a dark place and that he regrets a lot of what he's done. And he had he has a lot of internal conflict. But at the same time, as you see with the fight later in the episode, he's not to be messed with either, even though he gets messed up himself. Um, but he is still yeah. an intimidating presence yeah. and an intimidating force. Um, and you do kind of worry with where he's with where he's at especially in it with his standing with mark but it does feel like just i think that opening sequence does a lot to kind of set the stage for where he's at and where his character is going to go from this point forward in the series yeah no like yeah he's just crushing that one guy said he's like you want to with my family now like i was just like oh my god like yeah and then just like, yeah, but just like the Viltrumites are nuts. Like just that one guy's just holding his <laughs> yeah. gut in, knowing he's about to die anyway. It yeah. still just does like a drop kick into that guy's spine. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, I, I told you last week that with uh, when they show up and fight Alan, I'm like, this is only like the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Viltrumite being involved in Invincible. And we're going to get a lot, lot more of it in the future. And this I mean, it just continues to go from here. Like Viltrumites fighting Viltrumites is like one of the core things of Invincible. So if you like the violence in this episode, congrats. It's going to be throughout the entire show's run. So, yeah. And it's going to get more nuts. And it it just, it, yes, it just (laughs) amplifies from here. That's like terrifying, emotionally terrifying. (laughs) Um, yeah. All right. So like, yeah, I wrote down this thing and you guys can't answer because you know too much, but for all of us who don't know anything, I have this whole long rant that I'm about to go on, which are the questions now hanging as we wait for the second half of season four. 
Will Mark Grayson betray Earth to save it? What will life be like for him when he inevitably gets home with a terrible secret weighing on him? Will Debbie be able to handle this latest turn after just getting back on her feet? Is Nolan really a goner? And how will Invincible's friends and allies like Cecil and the Guardians of the Globe act when they realize Mark has been compromised? And where the hell is Angstrom Levy? There you go. Those are all my questions now. By the way, um, that's in the layout in all caps. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, so what can you guys tease me, the unknown watcher, about some of this stuff? Are we going to start to get like, is are we going to get some good drama when Mark has to get back to Earth and kind of deal with the reality of what he's been assigned, which is essentially he's got to take his father's post and to give him. And I love how this series handles villains like the Viltrumites because they're not like arch. They are, but they aren't like that. General's just like, look, man, here's the deal. And first of all, it was so brutal because Mark starts to talk to Rush and he just like flies over and just cracks him right in the face <laughs> as if to say like, yeah, I'm not your daddy. Like I, I'm going to slap you if you start talking to me like this way. Um, is it, is it the one with uh, it's Craig, isn't it? The one Craig. With, uh, yeah, General yeah, yeah, Craig. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. It's basically his version of Zod, right? Like, so it's just General Craig and like, yeah, Clancy Brown is just like, yep, you get it. We can, you can kill a couple humans or we could kill millions, like whatever you want to do here. And so, like, yeah, I, I got to imagine Mark getting home and just the decisions of how to parse out that information, who to tell, what to tell, like all of that is going to be kind of uh, crazy drama. Am, am I on the thing or are we in for something totally unexpected and it goes in a cr crazy other direction and I have no idea? Well, it's not going to be peaceful. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that there's not going to be a bunch of chill episodes here in a row coming up in the back half of season two. It's going to be uh, some wild stuff happening. As far as Mark goes, I'll just say, like, I think we saw his character pretty clearly at the end of season one. Like he wasn't willing to sell out or if he was ever going to turn against Earth and, you know, enslave Earth or whatever and make it be part of the Viltrum Empire, he would have done so by siding with his father, which is what we have seen in the other dimensions and things like that. Like he clearly has a fondness and a love for his dad. And a lot of these other universes, he teams up with his dad. Now his dad is not even there on earth. Do you think he's really gonna try to, you know, enslave earth there of his own volition at this point? Like we've seen a lot of how his character is like, Again, I'm trying not to say too much, but it's in Mark's personality to go down swinging, go down fighting. Yeah. Um, it's in the name. Oh, yeah. It's in the it's name. Yeah. It's, it's in the I don't name. think he'd actually turn like dark side, but I, I think what I think I'm more asking is you, you got to take some time to figure this out, right? Mm -hmm. Like you need some time. He's and not so, going to have a ton. Oh, uh, well, there you go. <laughs> he's not going to have a ton. And how long does it take to, for him to get back to Earth from where he's at? I know it was like, what? two weeks or something like that, that he was flying in space. I, I forget what they said at the end of yeah. the third episode, but it's like multiple, it's like multiple days of flying uh, through space away for him to even get back to earth. And then once he does get there, there's going to be a huge sense of urgency for, cause he knows the Viltrumites are going to come to earth now. And his dad's locked up. Um, and then Angstrom is still out there. Yeah, the, it's, it's a lot. We also got the tease of, several different versions of 
Viltramite, possible Viltramite killing weapons or, or disabling weapons in this season. There was the Sonic thing in the Undersea episode that Cecil had the boys in the lab kind of cook up. And of course, the book in the uh, box that Debbie puts out on things says the man with the invincible gun mm-hmm. um, and that whole thing. And obviously, there's a reason Nolan told Mark to go find that. So, yeah, I mean, I hope we get to at least level the playing odds here because right now it, <laughs> it's one oh, of those right now there's where, no shot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like one of those things where uh, I'm trying to think of like what character it was. And it was just like, how are you ever going to take out this other person because they're so overpowered? Oh, oh, it's a Suzuku is Suzuku Midoriya. It's a My Hero Academia oh, okay, conundrum yeah. right now, like. Yeah, all for one is so powerful. Like, how are you going to kill this dude? Like, and I got that, yeah, that whole question. Yeah, you got that to reference. The, yeah, to the Captain America meme. Um, yeah, no, I I think the, to your other question about like Mark's, you know, allies and friends. Like, one of the things I love about this series is that there's so much to play off there because so many people know who he is. It's one of those things that actually makes Invincible refreshing compared to a lot of other like secret identity clad heroes that like no one knows. And so I don't have anyone to talk to and here literally Mark turns around and someone knows who he is, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's actually really welcome. So the, the drama that's there from, yes, I, everyone knows, you know, a lot of people know who I am that I'm really invincible and know about my dad even and things like that. But like, who do you tell these secrets to is really interesting. Like, like who's in that inner circle of the inner circle. And so I think that's, that's really cool. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they do because what's great about the series too, is that yes, we've read the books, but they've done such a good job of like trimming, streamlining, moving ahead, moving this over here. It's, they still find ways to kind of shake things up, but yeah. not ever lose the plot. They never lose the core beats, but like how we get there is different. So uh, I cannot wait for the second half to drop. This was a killer episode. This is great. Well, then there's like other interpersonal things too with Mark's life that I'm curious to see what happens in the coming episodes because like his relationship with Amber and where that left off mm-hmm. as he was leaving Earth, he's tr- trying to tell her that he's in love with her now. But when he gets back to Earth, you imagine he's not really going to have much time to be in right. boyfriend mode or anything like that. Cause he's going to be so stressed out about everything else that's going to be happening around him. So what, what are the, it's kind of a classic like Spider-Man situation. Like what yeah. are the ramifications this is going to have on his personal life and, and things like that? Because he really kind of can't have a personal life given everything that has now happened um, with, with the Viltrumites and things of that nature. Um, and as far as Angstrom Levy goes, I, I just want to say this. This is one of my favorite things about the comic book, and it's something they're doing here. And I, I know they're doing it to great effect here because Kofi keeps asking about it. <laughs> the thing, one of the things that's so good about the comic, and one of the things that I really like about Kirkman with this series is that he's always setting up like the next arc in the middle of whatever the current arc is, so that when it, whenever the current conflict reaches a resolution the next plot is ready to go. It's like locked in the chamber. It's like, boom, we're going to this next one immediately. And he does this so consistently. There are like, it's one of the reasons why I think invincible, the comic book series is so engaging is because there are not really any lulls where they are setting up the next story arc. Like 
I think a lot of other Marvel and DC books, you know, you got it's like, oh, this is this is just a book of the free. They're setting up a new arc here. We got to wait, get three or four issues into this before things really start popping off. Kirkman sets a lot of these things up like in the midst of the other storylines. And by the time, again, those current ones end, the next one is ready to go immediately. And so Mark getting back to earth here, the current kind of thing on, on the docket is probably going to be the Viltrumites and what's happening there. But again, we've got everything with Angstrom kind of set up and ready to go for whenever they want to explore that further. Um, and you don't know when that's going to be. And I don't know when that's going to be actually, because they've kind of done things a little bit differently here. With yeah. The show. So. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, you're muted, Kofi. Dead air. <laughs> I said, uh, just to close this out, does anybody have any uh, parting thoughts or anything they want to say? Um, I would say, I, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel. It's only half of a season yet, but I'm trying to think about the first half of the first season. And I feel like I'm enjoying this one. A little bit more. I feel like everybody's on top of their game, the cast, the, the production and everything. So I am really enjoying this season. And I just hope like I hope that, you know, anyway, I don't want to say too much because, yeah, I don't want to say too much. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait for the second batch of episodes in to hit. And, uh, yeah, man, this is this is top of the game for like adult animation for me right now. Right oh. there. Very different from Harley Quinn, but like it's just good that we're eating in the adult animation realm. Yeah, my parting thought is just simply that I'm pissed off that they're splitting this season in two parts. Like, <laughs> I need episode five now. Come on, let's 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 go. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are going to be. I feel like Twitter is as we speak is lighting up with just like episode five. Like, yeah, Get yeah. I, now. I, I'm really hope they currently haven't announced the release day or even like what month they're going to be restarting. I'm hoping it's January. Um, and hopefully we get more clarification on that here very soon. As soon as episode four rolls out this week. All right. Yeah. That'll do it for us. This has been your invincible recap. Thank you for joining us uh, for season two. If you haven't, you should go back and listen to our other recap episodes because they're a lot of fun just hearing us kind of react to each episode as we were kind of absorbing and processing it. If you are just getting into this, into Comic Book Nation because of our recap, be sure to go subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms on Apple, Spotify, and subscribe to our YouTube page because uh, we cover all things geek culture and we have a lot of bonus material. For Thanksgiving week alone, we have our comic book focused episode, the poll list. We have our Invincible Recap. And a special Thanksgiving episode from us, the uh, Comic Book Nation hosts, to you, all the fans. Just something to make you feel good over the holiday. I'm Kofi Outlaw, and if you want to talk to me, you can find me at Kofi Outlaw. You can talk to me at MagularCB. I am at MoreMan12. Hey, hey. All right. Hey, yeah, you're getting connected with the fans. I like to yeah. see Yeah. This is Comic Book Nation, and uh, we will see you guys on our regular shows and then on our feeds. Peace. Peace.